Hello guys, welcome back to my podcast. I believe that you have been well, that you're good and God is blessing you. My heart and desire for just bringing out this podcast is really to share for my own life about my journey with God, my understanding of God, what God has revealed to me in the scriptures so that it establishes you also in faith and that you're able to also have a great, rich, vibrant relationship with God and that your life continues to prosper and be blessed. So this is the reason why I'm just sharing this and I just felt led to share about the truth that God is love because I have seen in my experience over 20 years of ministry in Nagaland that even though this is such a basic truth and we know the scripture references for this truth that God is love and yet in the daily experiences of believers that I have counseled, that I have met, that I have sat down with, believers themselves do not have the understanding and the revelation that God is love. See, somehow, I don't know, because of tradition, because of wrong teachings, uh, because of the conversations we keep on hearing among ourselves in society, the understanding of believers about God seems to be about a God who is sometimes good and sometimes bad, sometimes full of love and sometimes full of anger. It seems that we worship a God who changes his moods according to the seasons, according to our behavior, according to our circumstances of life. So we assume that when good things are happening in our life, that's because God is pleased with me and he's loving me. And then when calamity strikes the home, let's say sickness has come or some crisis comes, we begin to question, what happened? Did I do something wrong? God, where are you? Have I done something wrong? And that's the, right, that's the reason why you're displeased and these things are happening. So unless we are established in the knowledge of God from the scriptures, our lives will always be unstable. When things are going well, we'll be rejoicing and happy. But when bad things happen, and let me tell you this, bad things happen to all people, even to good people, righteous people, praying people, fasting people, bad things happen because we live in a fallen world. Then how is a theology going to be able to cope with all the contradictions, the inconsistencies of our lives when you go through crisis, when the world is going through the pandemic right now? A lot of Christians are in fear. A lot of Christians are in condemnation. A lot of Christians are confused about God right now. And a lot of them are actually giving up on God because they see that their prayer and their faith is not working. It seems that God is not loving the world and the sickness is increasing. So a lot of Christians are in their hearts giving up on their faith. And that's why we need to know from the word, the true revelation of God. The greatest revelation that the world needs at this moment is that God is love. When we have a true picture of God, it affects the way we behave. It affects our faith. It affects our day-to-day -day life. It affects our strength. Because the Bible says we become like the God we worship. When we believe that God is a God of love, see, the love of God begins to release in our hearts hope, faith, courage, and gives us the ability to go through these difficult times. The love of God is what preserves us. The love of God is what keeps us in such times. And did you know that, you know, God created us in his image? The image of God is that he is love. That means God created us as beings who are 
able to receive love and able to give love. God has created us, to put it very simply, as love creatures. Love is a very DNA, love is a very nature too. And that means we find our strength in love. We will find our best in love. We will do our optimum fruitfulness in love because God is love. We are created in his image. We are created to be people who receive and give love. That means love is not something that is weak. Don't think that love is weak, that anger is strength, that aggression is strength, and that love is weak, and love is for weak people who go to church. No, the love of God is really the power of God. Many Christians, they love the power of God, but they do not know the power of God's love. But if we will be established in the truth that God is love, we will begin to experience his power in our lives. Because let me tell you, God is not a concept or an idea. God is a living being. God is full of life, full of power, full of energy, full of light, full of fire. Many people picture God as an old man sitting on a throne far away in heaven. That cannot be further from the truth because in eternity, there is no age. God never aged from eternity. God has always been. God is always young, if you can say that. God is always full of life. And not just life in concept or thought or idea, liquid life, powerful life, energy life. In the same way, God is love. That means the love of God is not just a concept, a word. Love is really power. Love is full of fire. Love is full of how would I say, energy. You see, the power of God is in his love. And if we will believe in his love, not just know, but believe, I tell you, our lives will begin to transform daily. Today, I want to share with you this scripture, two scriptures from Psalms. Psalm 86, verse 5. For you, Lord, are good and ready to forgive and abundant in mercy to all those who call upon you. Psalms 100 and verse 5. For the Lord is good, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endures to all generations. You see, the Bible simply says God is good, and his goodness in his, in his readiness to forgive. Not judge, not avenge, but he's ready to forgive. He's abundant in mercy. The word mercy here also means grace. He's abundant in grace to all those who call upon him. Abundant, not lacking. Not stingy, but abundant. He's always generous in grace. Psalm 100 verse 5 says, The Lord is good. Is. That means that is who he is right now. That's his very nature. Not he was good, not he will be good if you do good things. He is good. He's always good even when we have been bad. His mercy is everlasting. The word mercy here can also be translated grace. His loving kindness, his tender mercy, his grace is everlasting. That means there is no shortage, there is no end, it is not temporary, it is permanent, it is eternal, and its truth endures to all generations, the truth of his love. See, not only is the nature of God love, but he is also good. These verses do not say that God is capable of doing good things, or that he wants to do good, or that he has done good deeds. They simply say that good is who God is. God is good by nature, always and every day. Men may do good deeds at times. Men may do good deeds when he feels good. But the same man who does good works is also capable of the most heinous acts under pressure and temptations. 
But when the Bible says that God is good, it means that the very essence and nature of God is good. He is good all the way down to his marrows, if you can use the term. He is good every second, every minute of every hour and every day and all through the year. When the world goes through evil and calamities and ups and downs, God is always good because there is no evil in him. There is no evil bone in him. It is not God who causes the wars and the calamities. God is also not a source of cancer, incurable diseases, and this COVID. All the terrible pain that men witness every day in this world, the hunger, the famine, the rapes, it is not from God. God is not the source of evil. Why is the earth filled with so much evil then? Well, Romans chapter 5, verse 12 says, Therefore, just as through one man sin entered the world, and death through sin, and thus death spread to all men. The Bible says that it is sin which has entered the world and through sin, death has come. What is death? Death is separation from God. That means separation from the source of life. God is a source of life. But because of sin, men and even creation, this earth is separated from the goodness of God and therefore death has come and death has spread to all men. So the darkness that we see in the world today is the result of sin. Sin entered the world through Adam's disobedience. And with this sin came death that is spread to all men. And that death includes that uh, murder and hunger and depression and all the evil that men inflict on one another. See, it is sin. Sin in men that causes him to be selfish, to be greedy, to be hateful, to be uh, racist, to be prejudiced. Uh, to be full of murderous intents towards others. And because of that, the miseries increase upon this world because we inflict that on one another. It is men causing evil by inflicting upon one another all these miseries, all this sin. See, God is good. His intention towards men has always been good. And that means he wants to save and redeem men from their sins. And the way he did that is to send his son Jesus Christ to die on the cross for our sins. So beloved, rejoice in this truth today. That God's heart towards you is always for good and benevolence. And as you believe this daily, you will begin to experience his goodness in the little daily things of your life. When you're going through your day and you experience something bad, you experience something that's negative, or you do something that was not right, your heart is filled with guilt. At that very moment, you need to believe God is good. He's not angry with you. He's not going to avenge you. But He is good towards you. And as you trust in Jesus, trust in His forgiveness for your sins, you will receive the grace and the strength to go through the day without succumbing to the condemnation, the depression, the negativity, and the frustration that comes from all the negative things you see in the world today. Remember, God is good, and believing that is the power that you need to go through this day. Say this prayer with me. Dear God, I believe that you are a good God and that you're always good to me, even when I fail, even when terrible things happen to me, even when I see terrible things on the earth. I believe you are a good God, and you are, and you never change. I thank you that even in the midst of all my weaknesses, my imperfections, you are good to me. I believe this with all my heart, and I ask you for the strength to go through this day. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to thank you very much for listening to this message. 
If you would like to get in touch with us with any prayer requests that we can pray for you, kindly email us at faithharvestnagaland at gmail.com or you can even visit our website faithharvest.in and message us and we will be privileged to get in touch with you. I would also encourage you to consider becoming a partner with us and help us in this vision to take the gospel of Jesus Christ and make it available to all the nations. All the details are available on our website and you can visit that. Thank you very much once again and God bless you.